Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode 148. Hoping you guys are doing well. I am doing swell. I'm doing swell. I'm doing good. Um, I just came in the office. I didn't. Uh, I did a little work, uh, work, work. Um, had to get in touch with the San Antonio Pride. Um, yeah, so you know we're supposed to have been there this month. Well, June. Um, I think we were supposed to have been there towards the end of June or mid-June, the 21st, I believe. And it was for San Antonio Pride. So um, those who don't know Pride, it's gay pride. Um, we do them everywhere. Actually, when I first put the cover girls back together, we did Long Beach Pride, which is in California, close to L.A. Um, and, um, and it was a big, big, huge success. And it really catapulted uh, the girls their names out there and um, then we used to go on, on another um, uh, tour with a, a tour called Club Boppy that was the name of it, it was called Club Boppy um, but it wasn't actually a club, it was an actual tour, it was a promoter who used to just uh, book different venues around the country and then we used to go with him, it was all gay um, gay and lesbian, it was really 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 cool, um, they treated us really great, I, I really like doing those shows, believe it or not man um they're pretty well organized. The fans are incredible. Um, it's just cool. I've, I've never had an issue um, in any of them. You know, I've been doing gay clubs, God, for as long as I can remember in my business. You know, little Susie was little. Put it this way. I'm, I'm not talking. Well, actually, yeah, little, little. All right. Because, um, well, sometimes like in New York, they wouldn't have necessarily a gay club, even though they had those. But they also have gay nights. Um, I don't remember if they actually advertised that um, or if it was just an underground thing. I don't remember. Um, but uh, but, but it, was a, it was a pretty decent scene within the freestyle community. And, and the gay community has always supported all of our artists. And, and I mean, it was always, always a good, good uh, experience. And uh, uh, I remember going way back to Miami um, doing a lot of the gay festivals and doing a lot of gay clubs with little Susie. I was on the road, road with her mother during that time. Um, and uh, my first time doing them, uh, it was interesting. You know, it, I grew up in Jackson Heights, Queens. So I've, I've always been surrounded by the gay community, like most of my life. Um, so it wasn't a problem at all. It was never a problem. It was never um, weird. It was never, you know, it was very... You know, very normal to me. Um, and I'm a straight male. I'm a straight male. Always have been. Um, and uh, and ever since I started doing a lot of gay festivals and the gay, I, I, they're just really good. They're like, if somebody gave me a choice between two venues, I'm doing a gay venue first. That's the one I'm going to be doing. Um, and that's when I did the cover girls, when I first brought them together, I was with Margot, so it was Margot, Angel, and Caroline. Um, and I had to put the girls together. 
and I had to pick one place to do the show. And I needed a place that had a little strength, um, that I felt we can grab a really good community. Now, I knew that New York would never be a problem. Miami and Florida would never be a problem. But I really wanted to do that Los Angeles area. And the closest I was able to get was Long Beach Pride. And it was crazy because how that worked was I had done, for this particular promoter, I had done Angel by Herself, and I also did SAL. I believe I did SAL with them, with Susie Angel and Lizette. Um, in fact, in fact, I didn't do SAL. I did. I booked SAL, but I think Lizette couldn't make it. Lizette couldn't make it. Um, I don't know if it was when she was pregnant. I don't remember what happened. But anyway, she couldn't make it. So we ended up going just Susie and Angel. And what we did is we just extended both the individual shows. Because together, the girls, uh, their show was about 25 minutes. And then what I did is I just separated since it was just going to be them two. I just had each uh, Susie and Angel both do their full set. Um, And we rocked it. Angel even did a little bit of her Spanish. And I mean, it was a really, really... Um, uh, cool experience But anyway Had a great relationship With the promoter I mean he was mad cool Always looked out for me So whenever he needed something I would go And I always tr- try to work The prices with him uh, Only because they had A huge market man And like if you really want to Break in the scene Especially if you're in music uh, Dance music in particular um, That's a good way of going That's a good way of going Because you're going to get Really really loyal followers And uh, they've, they've never let us down so anyway, uh, when I had gotten the cover girls together, now at this point, I had a lot of power in my hands. Not only would I get paid for this, lovely, um, there's really very few people that would say no to it. So I didn't, you know, right away the girls had ideas, oh, we should do this club, or we should do this one, we should, and I knew that that wasn't the way to go. It wasn't the way to go. And I had to sit back and really, really think about it. And I decided to call Jamie, who was running the club poppy. He had the tour. And it was just a coincidence that when I called him, I told him what I've done, what I had. He, it blew his mind because he says, yo, la. He goes, I'm doing Long Island Pride. I mean, not Long Island, I'm sorry, Long Beach Pride in Los Angeles. And I said, really? He goes, yeah. He goes, I don't have the budget for what you're asking can you work? I said, yeah, I'm going to work with you, man. Not a problem. I said, how many people are you expecting? He goes, about 40,000. I said, oh, I said, let's do it, man. And it was crazy because I had the girls learn the show tape. So we had, I think it was Caroline recorded the, the tapes or the DVDs. And we sent them to the girls. And they learned them. And the angel learned, learned them. On my end, or did I put it on YouTube? I forgot how we did. But anyway, they had to, we had to learn this stuff individually because Caroline's in California. Margot was in between New York and, and Florida. And we're here in North Carolina with Angel. Okay? So I was like, okay, I have a group. And we have to put them together. It was at that time that I, you know, when we first put them together, I remember Angel coming to me and asking, you know, what are we going to do? How, you know, what do we do? Like, do we need a choreographer? Do we need to do this? Do we need to do that? And I was a little stuck mentally because this is the first time I'm dealing with a group like this as a nostalgic group. And, and mind you, I had never seen the cover girls live before ever in my life. I did not see them back in the days. I never ran, not live, not on stage. Um, 
So this was going to be a whole totally different experience for me. And I was really excited about it. The fact that I have the originals, you know. Um, and of course, you know, the phonies were out there doing their thing. And they were pretty, pretty busy. So, you know, we had a lot of work to do. Like, we had to go out there and show and prove. Um, and um, when I, uh, I had them learn the routine. And, oh, so what happened was we were trying to, they were trying to think, you know, we we're trying to, what are we going to do about routine? I was thinking about my choreographers that I know. I know a bunch of them. And it just wasn't, wasn't working. And that's when I told them, I said, I have the idea. I know what to do. Cover Girls is nostalgic. We're not doing new music. We're doing 87 music from the 80s. We're not changing the way you look. The Cover Girls, we're not putting you in, in, in jerseys and freaking jeans and sneakers. No, we're going to keep it very Cover Girlish. So why not we, we just redo the, the dance steps from back in the days? I mean, so the girls didn't really remember the dance steps. So that's when we went online and we found old footage. And we found enough old footage to piece together the show. And then the little, the few little blanks that were not recorded, Caroline remembered enough to pick up and, or Angel. Mark, they all had, were able to get in. And before you know it, we had the entire uh, cover girl routine as it was back in the days. And I remember the feeling I got. I mean, my hairs are standing on ends right now thinking about it because it was such a brilliant, brilliant move. Um, to do it that way, because now everyone can experience what they might have missed out back in the day, including myself. So here you go. I got the original cover girls in the same type of, you know, cover girl outfits they were wear, doing the singing the same songs, um, um, doing the same dance steps. Blew me away, and it was a hit. It was a hit, and I and so we learned. We learned it. We ended up doing. So anyway, we ended up going and doing Pride now. The girls had never been together to rehearse at all. So we got to the hotel. I believe it was, I don't know if it was that day or the day before. I think it was that day we got in early. Or it might have been the day before. Let's say the day before, because it makes more sense. Um, and then what we did is went into my bedroom, into my uh, hotel room, and I lifted the bed up against the wall so it's out the way. And we brought uh, Caroline, since she lived in L.A., she drove in, so it was easy for her to come in. So she brought a boombox with her. And we played the CD on the radio, on her radio, while the girls rehearsed. Now, I have that footage. You've probably seen me post that footage in the past. And that was the rehearsals that were the only time that we were able to rehearse. And we did it several times. And then, of course, we went down to eat, and the girls got to kind of vibe because they hadn't seen each other for so long. Um, Caroline and Sunshine has seen each other at the Freestyle Music Awards in 2008. Now, this is 2011. We have not seen Margot. And then finally, uh, they got to see Margot. We ran into Margot in the lobby. We went downstairs, and there she was. And I got it on camera when uh, Angel and, and Margot, you know, saw each other for the first time. It was a really, really great, very emotional experience between the two of them and myself standing on the outside and just so proud that I was a part of this, you know, and this, that's something that no one can ever take away. Even if the girls never, ever performed ever again, I was a part of this and it's very special. And the fact that it was my wife's group made it even that much more wonderful, you know, such a great, uh, 
accomplishments. Just, just a great thing. Because she always wanted to, to be back with her girls. Regardless of all the bullshit that went on because of whoever. Back in the days, um, Angel always wanted to do the cover girls. Now, mind you, okay, doing her solo show, she can make a hell of a lot more money. At least, at least not make a hell of a lot more money, but pocket of a hell of a lot more money because there's less people to fly. Um, we can work the prices. There's a lot of things that we can do, but it doesn't matter. And yeah, we do sh- solo shows when there are no other options. It's either can't accommodate the group, it just doesn't fit, does the numbers don't work, or they're just not interested. But other than that, we push, 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 and push to do the group. Um, but I'll tell you this. Many times it has worked in the group's favor when we brought Angel and she's rocked the house. And it just happened recently when we did the yacht in New York. Angel packed that place by herself, packed it. What happened? Promoter contacted me that week and said, yo, I want to do this again with the whole group. You see? So it works. It works. So it's a great way of of pushing the group as, you know, and, and it works for us because we could go out there twice. If we go out there as the cover girls first, very, very rarely will they book Angel later on by herself. But the other way around, oh, we could do that all the time, every day, you know? Um, so anyway, we ended up, the girls had coordinated their outfits, um, and we ended up doing the show. And <laughs> I was a nervous wreck. Um, I think everybody was nervous. Angel never seems nervous to me. I know she does, she gets nervous, but she didn't seem nervous to me at all um and they rocked the house and i looked down to the audience and now mind you we're talking about forty thousand people long beach pride this was a, a field some sort of field and it was this sea of heads sea of heads and people singing and dancing and people that remember the dance steps that was what was crazy if you look at inside outside there's a they do it and even the show me there's a couple steps that are very people are very familiar with and you can see people in the audience doing those steps and it and it was great so then after the show after the show crowd just man lost their mind uh was our meet and greet which i wanted to do now there's a lot of artists that either don't want to do it or they want to charge for it, or they want to sell merchandise. That's the, those are the, that's, that's like a, uh, what you call a requirement, or what do you call a stipulation? If you want them to sign autographs, then you have to allow them to put merchandise, and they have to sell merchandise. A lot of times they won't sign autographs unless it's part of, it's on the merch. So they won't sign an autograph unless you buy the picture, or you buy the t-shirt, or you buy the CD, okay? That's cool to each his own. I'm not going to say it's right. I'm not going to say it's wrong. It's business, man. People could sell whatever the hell they want. They've been doing it for years. Wrestlers do it all the time. However, we don't do that. We don't do that. Now, we might do it if ever, you know, maybe later on in the future, we might do something like that. You know, people will want this memorabilia and we might have some cool stuff to sell. Right now, we don't. We don't. We go and we print our pictures. I, I, I take care of all of that. And... I get pictures made and I do the bios. I usually write the bios in the back and then I get them printed, the pictures. And um, and we bring several thousand with us, you know. So I might do like 10, maybe 10,000 at a time. Um, and I think for that show, I think we brought like 3,000 with us. Because a lot of times we're not going to get more than 3,000 people in a 40,000 capacity uh, that are going to sign autograph, one autographs. First of all, we're not going to be in that venue too long. I mean, it's going to close 
So we're not going to be able to do it. So we try to do as many as we possibly can. And the girls did. We They set up a tent for us. And in their heels, because the girls are like, do we change? I'm like, you can't. You can't change. You got to stay in the heels because people want to take pictures with you. And now with internet, with the social media, your pictures are going to be everywhere. So, you know, you have to look good. I tell girls this all the time. Sometimes, um, like Sunshine, we'll do a show and right away she wants to throw her glasses on and tie her hair up. I'm like, okay, cool, you look cute, but you don't look like you just got off stage. So we have to maintain, we're still on the job. We're still working, you know? All the way until we get past the hotel, because sometimes we get into the hotel and it's packed with fans. And they want pictures and they want autographs. So, you know, you got you gotta you gotta kinda stay in in character until you get into your room, until it's basically over. And as an artist, it's it's not over, you know. And even when you go to the airport, you know, many times we get to the airport and there's fans in the airport waiting for us, you know. And that's a little creepy because you don't know what the hell. You see people staring at you from a distance, and as you start getting closer, you see them stand up from their seat and they're starting to like walk, almost like cross you. And it's like, what the hell? And they just want autographs or pictures, and and it's cool. And I love that. I love that. And if I have the time here, yeah, I do more. Um, but we went and. I believe that we signed like every autograph that we had. Of course, there was people that wanted two and three, so we did those. Um, and, uh, and there was no problem. Like at the end, like the amount of time that we spent to do the autographs was about the amount of people that were willing to stand online and wait. Everybody else just wanted to go party or they wanted to leave or go someplace else or to go dance or whatever, you know? So it worked out good. There was no one left behind, you know? Um, so, and that was our first cover girl show, you know? So, um, it was at the, at the Pride. And we've done several Prides since then. Um, and the one that we're looking forward to doing that I've been wanting to do is the San Antonio Pride. And they call it, it's the other way around, they call it Pride San Antonio. And they called me last year to do it, but we couldn't do it. We were booked, and I couldn't do it. And they were like, so they called me right away. They locked us in right away, and we were excited. Everything was good to go, and then we got hit with the COVID. And I felt really bad, and I think when they called me, they got a little nervous because they don't know do they lose their deposit, they lose the opportunity, and that doesn't happen with me. That doesn't happen. You know, anybody who, 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 who locks us in, anyone who locks us in, um... I'm, we're going to honor the show as long as they want to do it. And sometimes they don't have a date right away. We have to wait. And sometimes it'll take a year for them to give us a date, you know, um, if they don't cancel, if they're just postponing, you know. Um, if they cancel, uh, it depends on the promoter. Sometimes they'll cancel and they'll give us another date. Then it depends on how I honor the deposits. Sometimes I'll, I'll switch the deposit over to another show. I have to use my better judgment. I don't do it for, every, for everybody. If it's a one-off, I still have to pay people so uh, they can't get the deposit. But if they want to do another date, we could do the other date. So I've always been really, really cool with that. And everybody's always appreciated it. So, so anyway, um, so I contacted uh, the promoter today uh, for Pride San Antonio. And because somebody, he had posted a flyer stating that the original cover girls will be um, involved in like an online streaming kind of thing. So they're trying to do something with the fans online and then move the entire show off to 2021. And I told them that's fine. 
that's fine. The only problem is I have the girls in different in different locations, so it's going to be hard to do it as a group. Um, and I don't know their schedules, and I think with us, it's a little more flexible. So Angel's going to end up doing that. We don't charge for that. And she's going to come in, and she's going to, you know, show some support and do whatever they need. You know, we, they, it wasn't their fault that this shit happened. Um, and they were really, you know, gracious with us, with, you know, bringing us in. And we, we just want to do it. And the fans, man. I want Those fans are so cool, man. We know so many of them from social media. You know, so we're going to do the online thing. I don't know the date yet. It's going to be in June. I think the end of June, I believe. Don't hold me to it, though. In case they move it. I don't want to put that out there, but keep that in mind. It might be the end of June. So, you know, check on my page, on my Facebook page, because when it does happen, I will I'll advertise it there. Um, uh, and then we're going to move the show to 2021. So let's pray that there's no issues, that we can go and do that, because we really, really want to do that show in San Antonio 2021 so but anyway that's pretty much uh what went down today people um i appreciate it and uh appreciate you logging in as always and um that's it you know so be cool and until tomorrow good night freestyle Or if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.